1: Brennan's View condos are presented by Irish Realty.
0: Only a few luxury units remain. Tailgate on the Brennan's View's rooftop deck. Just steps from Eddy Street Commons and the Notre Dame campus. Take advantage of a $2,500 buyer's upgrade package through the end of November. Check out Brennan'sview.com
1: or irishrealty.net. What is up, Notre Dame fans? Mike Singer and Tim Hyde with this week's Notre Dame football show, which is sponsored by Brennan's View condos, which is presented by Irish Realty. Um, Lots to talk about. We got Notre Dame flipping a player from the SEC. Um, Notre Dame versus Navy seems like very upbeat in the world of Notre Dame football and recruiting. I mean, coming after that um, electric win over Clemson. So we're going to talk all of that stuff. We're going to take your questions um, as well. Drop a super chat if you're with us live and you have anything you want us to discuss um, right away. Tim, how's your week been going, my friend? Oh well, it's it's been going great. <laughs> we're not talking about uh upset
0: losses uh, in the doldrums. What in the world's going on in Notre Dame football? We're talking about an epic upset. It's going to be written about in the history books for years to come and now is you know this a hey, the standard set. Freeman always talks about a standard. You set the standard now, coach Freeman. So this is what we're going to be doing going forward and let's keep winning big games. I might push back a little bit on epic Oh, it's epic. Um, up Number set, four. That's going to be – Hold on. Hold on. Number four in the country. Yeah, no, long no, 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 no.
1: no you look – You know, you. You what you said there kind of made it seem like App State, Michigan. I mean, this is – This ain't little old Notre Dame. I mean, it's this is Notre Dame football. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Five and three. Five and three unranked Notre Dame football with a backup
0: quarterback going against the nation's – no one really talked about it. The nation's longest winning streak. Everyone thought little Clemson was down, but they had the nation's longest winning streak now. And they came into South Bend, 8 no number four. Whether people wanted, oh, they weren't deserving their 8 no. And Notre Dame just took them to the woodshed. So, epic whatever, but when an unranked Notre Dame team beats the fourth-ranked team in the country. Not only that, but it's not just your average number four-ranked team in the country. It's Clemson. Who Clemson and Bama have been the two big stalwarts the last ten years. Uh, heck of a head football coach who Jack Swarbrook mentioned by name when he hired Marcus Freeman. Uh, you beat you beat one of the premier programs. It's not like they beat number four Baylor. They beat Clemson, who yeah. is a premier program, and that's well, how also, I
1: look. At it. Notre Dame's Notre Dame, you know. I know you sure. have your
0: crush on Dabo, but oh yeah. Oh yeah, I love Dabo. I've been around him a few times. Great coach, but uh, yeah, yeah, I know Notre Dame's Notre Dame, but Notre Dame's not Notre Dame when you lose to Stanford Marshall and you're favored by 18 plus points. That's not Notre Dame. So that's, okay, that's I'm, just,
1: I, I, I'm not saying it was not a major upset or you know a fantastic. It was it was you know just epic, epic to you know tell tell your grandkids about. Yeah, you know, I, don't, I don't know. Hey,
0: I don't know. you score on a block punt, a pick six, another interception that shuts basically. Another defensive touchdown. Offense only oh, and that's the thing that's also gets lost into this. People are like, oh, Notre Dame 35 point. Offense scored 14 points.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, technically, I know they had the 14 yard drive, but they had two drives of 75 plus yards. The rest of the time, ground pound, killing clock is almost like a little Ohio State type of a game where they'd get some first downs. They only had one three and out in the whole game. So killed the clock, punt. Unbelievable. I think their three and out was the first series. After that, they had a lot of mojo going, moving the ball. Unbelievable punts by John Sott where Clemson had to start inside their own 10 multiple times. Freeman played field position because I think of the, you know, the the way the defense was playing for Notre Dame.
1: Was it one of the Morrison picks set them up deep in in uh in yeah, Clemson territory? Is that, that, that was why the club you're that. two full drives? The Club yeah, Nick one, Yeah, that, that was yeah, yeah. that club okay. neck was the
0: pick and they have to go 14, yeah, yeah. you know, 14 yards. Yeah, yeah. Which was set yeah, up. By what, Drew Pine's little scramble got him down in the down to the two?
1: Yep. Yep. Cool. All right. We already got a few super chats. We're going to um get to uh the two Davids drop the super chats in just a minute. David Fuller, if you have a question, please do drop it. Uh, but we will go ahead and go to uh, kind of our best thing of the week segment that we've been doing for um for so long. And I will throw in kind of like a side note best thing, um, uh, because we started this show with Ashton Pollard, who is now um, the um, Notre Dame women's basketball sports information director. Um, shout out to um, the Notre Dame women's basketball program getting their first win. Um, so just want to throw that out there. Um, Ashton, if you're watching or listening, we love you. Hello, hope you're doing well. Um, I know she is though. Growing up a Notre Dame fan and and being in that uh, that that game Friday or Saturday night, I'm sure she was. I'm absolutely over the moon. But yeah, Tim, so your best of the week um is we're going to um the college football playoff rankings, Notre Dame being listed at yeah. number 20.
0: Just yeah, that
1: was the best of the week because
0: that means you beat Clemson, you beat in Syracuse, you beat back-to-back, you know, ranked football teams. And um it's just nice to see Notre Dame back back in there, you know, when you're looking at I know we always talk about Stanford, man. But when you just when you start zero 2 zero 2 at Notre Dame, the way they did, um, obviously Ohio State's Ohio State. They battled like crazy for four quarters, Marshall. But now to get yourself back in there, it's a uh, it, it was it was very well deserved. You know the the K State and the Texas with three losses ahead of them. Okay, you know because they probably you know they I know they played some other teams. Notre Dame's two losses out of those. Three are not even comparable, even though they probably have the best loss out of all of them. But uh, it was just great to see Notre Dame back in the poll and um, definitely have a shot to move up. So that's going to be interesting to see how this thing goes. Big game next week. USC, UCLA out there in Los Angeles. That's going to be a, a barn burner out there with those two guys to see how that sets up a possible Notre Dame top 10 battle with SC, which would be
1: awesome. I mean I do think there when you look at the rankings there's a path for Notre Dame to get to the playoff and I'm just kidding <laughs> just joking but any any thoughts here at the top Georgia 1 Ohio State 2 Michigan 3 TCU 4 and then those next two spots yeah Tennessee and Oregon um so I mean th- there's four un- unbeaten teams here um yeah so yeah what do you what do you think Tim just kind of Yeah I at-
0: I'm, I'm I'm just one of those guys it's like Sit back, let it all play out. It's all going to take care of itself, which I, I truly think it will. Georgia's got the easiest path, you know, because I mean who's going to beat those guys going into the SEC championship game? Nobody. So the Ohio State Machine game is just going to be crazy. It's going to be it's just going to be nuts. TCU, I believe, has Texas. That's the this College weekend. Game Day show this week. And then Tennessee is not going to play in the SEC title. So they're just going to be chilling on the outside fighting over Oregon, who has the better loss against Georgia. I know Oregon got boat raced in, yeah. in game one. And then there's some dude on number seven. It's like, hey, he's got, no, a, no. He's got a monster game this week at, at Arkansas, which if you want to do a little Clemson-Notre Dame comparison, I heard this on the radio today. You know, I, don't, I don't pay attention to point spreads too often. But Clemson was only a three-point point spread. And LSU is only a three point favorite. You know, three point favorite. LSU is a three point favorite against Arkansas, who's not ranked. So,
1: it's a rivalry. A little,
0: uh, yeah. yeah, but it, no, I'm just saying that three point unranked Notre Dame one does our unranked Arkansas win? I thought I found that interesting. How uh, low that point spread is for that game.
1: And this this one's interesting. There's, there's obviously never been a two loss playoff team ever. No. And LSU right now, if they win out, they get the West.
0: Oh yeah, I mean if they went out Maybe if they if they went out they're in the they're in the final four because they're the SEC champs. You beat Alabama, you beat um yeah. Georgia, who will be twelve yeah, and
1: then I think the debate would be you have a one loss Georgia at that point. Yep. And you have a one loss Michigan State, excuse yep. me, Michigan slash Ohio State. Yep. Do they lose? Ten.
0: And then TCU, do they put a wrench in the whole entire thing and go into if they're undefeated, they're in because they'll be 12 and 0 conference champ, but um, or 13 and 0. No, no, 12 and 0. They don't play. Do they play? Yeah, they do play
1: a uh, big 12. No, I don't think they play a conference championship.
0: Yeah, they do. That was the Oklahoma. God, I totally forgot about that. that was the Oklahoma State Baylor game last year, remember? When Okie State was an inch short. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, told, I just I just remember that. It tells you how much I pay attention to Big 12 football, but uh, <laughs> it's it's all up in the air. That's why you sit back it's and fun. play a
1: few weeks of this. There's so many darn football games left. It's fun. It's fun. All, all right. We'll so get the Super Chats totally in just a moment. Fun. My best of the week. Uh, Tim, do you remember mine last week? Do you remember what it was? Oh, boy. You're going to you? quiz
0: me. You're going to quiz me. Oh, oh you're yeah,
1: Williams. Yeah. It's yeah. really just a hype up. <laughs> and, and get people excited for you know Cam williams joining our show he was fantastic um he posted um his junior highlights and then he also was named um his uh o- offensive player in of the year in the in, the, in his conference sure. i thought that was pretty awesome 44 catches 926 yards 12 receiving touchdowns and that's that's across nine games um so and, and then we can watch his uh his junior yeah. tape tim. Yeah, I've seen, yeah, I've seen some dark, of his junior highlights. Player.
0: He is, uh, he's good, man. He, I mean, I i always go back to when we first watched him together and I was like, man, how's this guy not having SEC offers? He just looks like that one of those old miss type of receivers they always have and big, good looking, physical football player. He's, uh, man, look at him down there in a stance. It's like, oh, just yeah, get him in the gold helmet right now running around with some of these guys. He's, uh, he's a good football player. I really enjoyed his. his once again, I'm always, Let guys develop, see how they grow. You know, they're not ready-made dudes as sophomores. His jump from his sophomore to junior film lights out. He is going to dominate his league, his conference as a senior. He's going to be unguardable next year. He has really gotten better.
1: Early candidate for uh, my favorite recruit in the 24 class. Big fan of uh, Cam Williams. Um, And you want to know my favorite part about Cam Williams, Tim? I You know, in, in covering recruiting, it's it's obviously a lot about the player, but it's a lot about the story, right? Like yep. Carson Hobbs, who we're about to talk about, grew up a Notre Dame fan. Like that's a fun story to tell. I'm, I'm chomping at the bits, you know, to write all those articles, you know, about, um, you know, kind of his path to growing up a Notre Dame fan to, you know, being a Notre Dame commit. Like when Notre Dame beats Clemson, he enjoyed that just like all of you did who love Notre Dame. So that's different than... Um, you know, an, uh, an Irish commit from California who didn't even know about Notre Dame until a couple years ago. You know, yeah. Williams grew up a Michigan yeah. fan. He grew up yeah. in a family who hated Notre Dame. Yeah, the and, story but, with his grandfather is, is, is the best. Yeah, that, that he was, told us last week. Yeah, so yeah, you yeah he to told us and watch that back. I mean, I so it. Cam Williams, you know, I, I love his story and, and just that complete opposite that he grew up disliking. Notre, i don't know if he hated notre dame but like that was not the school that he grew up watching and he had a michigan offer Um, uh, yeah. another on three insider predicted him to go to michigan and then notre dame swoops in and um and lands them so
0: best let's of the take, week is uh, just the
1: outstanding know, year for for cam williams
0: No, i was gonna say you know let's take 30 seconds where do you place him with the 2023 guys that's an interesting look at comparing oh, him oh. to great house Flores and uh James.
1: I, th- I think there's a lot of similar skill sets. Yeah.
0: I was going to say that him great. H- yeah. I was going to say the same thing. He's got a burst like uh, James does really good uh, ball catcher like Rico Flores and the, fiz- you know, he, he looked, you know, great house is thick, strong, powerful build. I was going to say, I thought, uh, I think Cam Williams is the same type of uh player's great house with his body and his strength
1: and he ran a really good 40 at Notre Dame over the summer i don't remember the exact time so i don't want to say something that's uh that's incorrect but um yeah on threes number 20 overall player number five wide receiver um all right we'll uh go to some comments in just a moment here i i, I but i want to bring up on um, this comment here from uh from, from you know who loves drama? Everyone loves drama. Yeah, what what's what drama? <laughs> Just like the drama of, of of college football recruiting. That's something we all love. It's hey, if you follow Notre Dame, it's
0: always drama because Notre uh, Dame's in the little South Bend and and they and Notre Dame's got to go into every state and go get these great football players from all the state U's and wherever they get them from. They're plucking guys away, you know. So yeah, it's a battle when Notre Dame recruits. It's a uh,
1: there's no days off.
0: That that's for sure.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And of course, folks, this week's show is prevent. Uh, excuse me, per, is brought to you by Brennan's View Condos, presented by Irish Realty. Only a few luxury units remain. Tailgate on the rooftop deck just steps away from Eddie Street Commons and the Notre Dame campus take advantage of uh, a $2500 buyer's uh, upgrade package through the end of o- excuse me the end of November check out BrennansView.com. you can give them a call 574-360-2569 tim i want to move here i really do yeah, i, <laughs> I want i mean oh my gosh i would love to live that close to notre dame that would be yeah, absolutely fantastic how about you know tim you know just you know maybe maybe just divorce our wives and leave the kids and just me and you hang out uh uh,
0: yeah the the next bloom gold office needs to be in one of those so we we have access to the tailgates
1: if my wife is listening baby i'm not leaving we're good And if Tim's wife and kids are listening, no, it's not, it's not. They all usually
0: right. do, believe it or not. So when she's hanging out with the kids, getting them ready and all that, they always put dad on the background. The kids always say dad's on TV. Yeah, I'm on TV guys.
1: So they're always, so if I ever meet your kids, they're going to, they're going to use the word chit chatting. Oh, um, all the
0: time. <laughs> really, all the time. Dad's going to go chit chatting. Chit chatting to me. It's funny. He said uh, quick. When I, when I think of chit chatting, it's being respectful and nice. We're all getting along thousand different opinions and listen to them all and uh enjoy uh listening and learning from all that's the way i look at it
1: now now i just got to remember that if your kids are listening i got to keep it pg um <laughs> they're year.
0: good they're good seen a lot.
1: all right super chat time then we're gonna talk carson hobbs um oh david knight uh i want to mention this dude has been healing. he's been with us uh supporting us since we really got this blue and gold youtube channel launched a couple years ago Says so this might be far-fetched, but does Keon Keely see this and at least think a little bit? Also, do we have a good shot of finishing strong? Also, we have a good shot of finishing strong, but do we know resting on laurels? No, I don't think so. He was pictured wearing a Notre Dame shirt today at his school. I will mention that. Um, but his his best friend signed with Notre Dame baseball, so that that was the reason for that. I don't I've I've checked in um and I I reported blue and gold yesterday that notre dame this is kind of how i compared it um you know your girlfriend breaks up with you and a few months later you're you're thriving a little bit and she's just gotten you know maybe was flirting with another guy and that didn't work out and you know yeah you just got that promotion at work and you just call her up and you say hey what's up now that's pretty much what notre dame's doing Right, they just come off a win against Clemson. Alabama just lost their second loss of the season. I think that's pretty much what Notre Dame was doing. Is it, does anything come from it? Probably not, David. Um, Highly unlikely. To be more specific, but yeah, why not call? Why not? Why not? Yeah, I mean, the worst worst they can do is say
0: no. He was committed for thirteen months. Yeah, might as well check in. Never hurts, right? So,
1: um do we finish wrong? Yeah, I think Notre Dame finishes strong. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be a. Oh, it might be a crazy, it might be a crazy few weeks. Notre Dame typically doesn't have the craziest signing days, but it might be in this class because there's a difference between Notre Dame recruiting on under Marcus Freeman on both sides of the ball. Right, last year was just one side of the ball. Now you get Freemans recruiting all these guys, and they're it's an aggressive staff. There's no settling for, you know, such and such. Like they're they're going after the guys that uh. That they want. All right, David Fuller dropped a one ninety nine. Says, can a team win by playing the old two, the old way of two backs and a fullback? Which, uh, yeah, talk a little Navy right there. What I don't know. What do you think, Tim?
0: Oh, I think he's talking about you know, obviously Notre Dame. Can they keep winning? I mean, can they beat more teams like the way they just did Clemson? And sure, they just beat the fourth ranked team in the country. It definitely works, and uh, it's that NFL mindset, trestle ball, which I keep talking about. I think. Coach Tressel's influence on Freeman's bigger than it's big. I really do. This just my humble opinion, being an outsider, listening to him talk, the way he talks, uh no one, obviously watching a thousand Coach Tressel football games in the past. Uh go into the the butt kicking Notre Dame got by him in the Fiesta Bowl after the 05 season. I was at that ball game, but um yeah, yeah, it could be done. There's no doubt about it because the key is to get a quarterback and some wide receivers that team are that teams are fearful of. They have to keep safeties back to cover these guys. Once that happens with Notre Dame, it opens up that run game even more so that they could sit in there and play smash ball. So yeah, it's doable. It's definitely doable. They're going to finish it doing it this season. So we're asking about, so Notre Dame played two backs and a fullback. Well, I don't think two backs. I, I would say two tight ends. Um, I okay. think it, you know, which is interesting because just a, a quick, you know, break, you know, going back on Clemson, rewatching so much of the game was, they played 12 personnel a ton, a ton in that game. And how they did it, to me, it looked like a lot of the old, you know, 2012 football with Eiffert flexed out, which was Mayor. Mayor was flexed out all over the place. They motioned him just like Eiffert. And back then they had Troy Nicholas, who was always in the box, always that inline tight end, which was Mitchell Evans, which, by the way, who would have thought number 88 is like the key to this offense, which he really has been the last couple of weeks, his blocking has been unbelievable. So I would never, never thought that Mitchell Evans would be the key. And he really has since he's been back. Now we know why he played so much as soon as he got healthy, he was on the field instantly. So uh, he's been a huge, huge uh, missing uh, piece to this offense. All right. Um, And you're a big Mitchell Evans fan. I remember you talking about him way back
1: when. Yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah. It's just fun. He's a good, good, fun player. Um. All right. This uh, next super chat from uh 4B Huggins says, "I hate to jinx it, but isn't it crazy? Notre Dame has won 27 straight ACC regular season games." When I th- when I saw this question, yeah, um, it's it wild. Made me think, it made me think. Yeah, it is. It made me kind of think about. Um... <laughs> okay, but Notre Dame lost against Clemson in the ACC championship game of 2020. Sure. So it's kind of like eh, it's a full well, regular like, it, it shows, yeah. Listen, it shows Notre Dame's dominance in the ACC, but like that's just that's like a clear easy way to just omit the loss.
0: Um true, but like, you know when they you know when they beat Clemson, it was 36 wins in a row in the regular season when they beat them in 2020. So this you know sometimes they obviously discredit the bowl game or whatever it is, but I get it. I mean, you could count that thing, but I think it is interesting going back regular season games. How many? I mean, they haven't lost since 2016, Tech,
1: which is wild. But this is this is what came to mind. Do you remember this graphic that was a few years? Uh, it was a couple of years. Yes, a Penn yes. Stater yes. has appeared in every Super Bowl, except for five since 1967. It's kind of like whoa, but also. There's a caveat because, you know, like, so. I do you remember that? I don't know. It's obviously not as bad. That was a ridiculous graphic. <laughs> um, but to me, my thought is just like, they lost the most important one. You know, like, that would have been pretty sweet, but that eh, doesn't matter. But yes, 4 Huggins, absolutely agree. 27-1 is amazing. i I not not yeah. saying that. Yeah, they've I, had some I, nail I biters. Agree. Yeah,
0: they've had some nail biters. They've had some battles. They've had to go on the road. Yeah. And win some tough games. It's a it's a it's pretty amazing streak that they've had since 2017. I googled Penn State
1: stupid graphic, and that's what popped up. <laughs> I so remember if you don't Remember that, anything wow. else? Just <laughs> just that. All right. So, um, big news of the day: uh, Notre Dame flipped Carson Hobbs, a class of 2024 cornerback, 180 pounds from South Carolina. Just kind of quick notes on his recruitment. Offered by Notre Dame in September when he was on campus for the Cal game. Visited this past weekend. On Tuesday night, he announces that he's decommitted from South Carolina. And about 13 hours later, he commits to Notre Dame. There's the rundown of the recruitment. I'll go a little bit more in depth, though. Uh, but, yeah, Tim. Pop on his uh, mid-season sophomore yep. tape. He's not a highly ranked guy. And he only has one interception this season. But he looks like a pretty, like, technically sound dude. Yeah. I don't know. I like him. Tim, What do you think?
0: No, I, I agree. I, you know, as soon as I saw that this morning, I went and, you know, Googled him, found his mid season highlight, watched it. And I was like, wow, he's a, he's just, you know, once again, this is, you know, he's a young guy. He's still young. He's still developing all those things. And uh, I liked him. He looks tall. He looks long. He instantly reminded me of of cam Hart because he also plays a ton of wide receiver as well as I saw in a bunch of a, uh, of his highlight film, Le- very, I mean, I would love to know the South Carolina aspect, how, uh, I, I, mean, Cincinnati, that's the other thing. I love the fact that he's from the Cincinnati Catholics, the Catholic league in Cincinnati is top five league in the entire country of all football. It is really good high school football top and the five. amount of. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll say, I'll send you some articles. There's a, uh, you know, they broke down a few years ago. Obviously, Trinity and SoCal, Southern California is, is like it's it's the NFL compared to the rest of these leagues. But uh, it is a high-end top five, six, seven, however you want to rank it. Yeah. It produces so much Division One talent, college football-ready uh, guys. And, um, you know, getting a great kid out of Cincinnati Moeller who plays at a high end. He's long, lean. I Like I said, instantly thought of Cam Hart, just how smooth he looks. I love his footwork. He's a good football player. And then I'm like, he's an SEC player. South, How did South Carolina go into Cincinnati and get him? Is there some connection? Because I have no idea. I found that just wild how early he committed to South Carolina.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the staff did a great job there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Big P5 I, I offer, identified him early. Um, yes. quarterback did a nice job. Yeah. But it's, it's, the thing with the Cam Hart comparison is like Hart Wright came in as a receiver, moved to corner. So yes. there's a little bit yes. of that adjustment period. When you yes. watch Carson Hobbs and how he's playing this man press coverage, oh, and how important. he gets his head around quick, he's an, he's a natural player. I think well, I, I don't have the verified times on him in terms of like forty and you know all that, so I don't know if he runs track. But I've heard he's you know he's he's speedy. You know, and the, and the track times still don't have you know the exact <laughs> verified times, but. There's a lot to like here. I a think lot. Notre Dame just got a dude. And I was told by a source that he bleeds blue and gold, not just yeah. our YouTube channel, which I'm sure he loves. I'm talking about that Notre Me Dame blue and right gold. There. So you ha- I mean, you have a diehard Notre Dame fan, you know, who's this talented. I mean, it's a no-brainer.
0: No, he's I, I mean, I like him. It's uh I, I know people look at the rankings and all that. My God, Notre Dame's played, has, has had so many guys that aren't top 100 cornerbacks be huge successes at Notre Dame. And, you know, as we've talked, wide receiver corners, there's a million of them in the United States. How do you rank a million of them? It's crazy. So uh, he, he's good. He comes from, high, like I said, highly competitive high school football, very well coached. All those programs in the Cincinnati Catholic, they're all run like division ones. The way they scout, the way they lift weights, Watch film practice, all those things that when they get to the D1 level, that they're ready because so many of those guys could play. But, uh, yeah, when I say the Cam Hart is because I knew Cam Hart was a wide receiver, he has a ton of wide receiver film, especially his sophomore year. I went back and watched that where he's just lighting it up as a wide receiver. So, uh, two way athlete, Notre Dame has had a lot of those guys recently guys that could play offense, defense, special teams, guys that are very multiple could do uh, you know many things with the ball in their hands. So really good ball skills. I liked them. And it adds to that 2024 class, getting a good kid out of the Midwest. And um, yeah, I'm sure they'll be fighting off many uh, dudes down the road here for him.
1: Yeah. It's a really nice class early on for, for Notre Dame yes. and wrote about this at bloom and gold. um in, in a kind of my commitment column about him is you know, like ask anybody three positions, Notre Dame has needed to recruit better. Quarterback, receiver, corner. I think we can all kind of agree on that, right? This 24 class for Notre Dame. What do you have? Yep. Look at your, look at your two highest ranked players. A quarterback, receiver. Uh, and again, Hobbs isn't ranked very highly right now. You can see the con- industry comparison. Um, have ESPN rivals really not ranked them yet? Is that is that accurate? come on yeah, I no that's i don't true. even think we've added it but yeah so we'll, we'll we'll get we'll figure that out but um yeah he's a dude he's uh, a dude for sure so yeah
0: but the whole, but whole 24 class that 24 class mike though some of those dudes have been posting their film out there have just been like like waff, not waffle right wayful have you i mean his film that's That's another Brennan Vernon type guy. Holy moly, is that that, that guy's relentless? Yeah. So I've seen some of him. I love Peter Jones. He's just a monster.
1: Yeah. The thing about Wayful, some good dudes here. You you talked about like South Carolina going into Ohio. Yes. Oklahoma offered Owen Wayful a couple weeks ago. It's like, really? The hell's Oklahoma doing offering a Notre Dame commit at Hun School in Princeton, New Jersey? Yes. That just goes to show, like that he's like Owen wayful is yeah. a is, is a dude. I don't think he's gonna, you know, blow you out of the water, you know, testing wise or his measurements, but his production film. against good good in good football in Jersey.
0: Yes. So his but his film is just wild. <laughs> that dude gets off the ball and it's just I mean he just plays with his eyes closed and goes a thousand miles an hour. I mean, he is relentless. He's a he, he. As soon as I watched, I was watching some of his junior film. I was just like, "Oh my god, it's Brendan Vernon again!" They're getting another one of these guys that's just going to dominate the interior of the of the line. So it's a heck of a class led by the the one everyone can't wait to see in a Notre Dame uniform, CJ Carr. Amazing how long we got to wait to see him. Feels like what mm-hmm. five six years from now. Holy moly! Yeah.
1: Absolutely. So, all right. So that's uh, Notre Dame flipping Carson Hobbs, 6'1", 180-pound cornerback from his um, South Carolina commitment. So, yeah, good news um, for Notre Dame there. Find more um, information on him at bloominggold.com. You can also head to BlueGoldOnline.com. That is our magazine um, that covers all I mean, Notre Dame football. You get it. Something in your hands. That's just yes. special. I know uh, Tim Hyde is a longtime Blue and Gold Illustrated subscriber, and I'm looking at my stacks and stacks of uh, Blue and Gold Illustrated magazines. <laughs> um, I'm uh, certainly a big fan as well. Tim, you can, uh, we'll give you a quick break um, as we hear um, from our sponsors over at Rogue Shop, which is a husband and wife outfit, as Mr. Rogue and his wife, Char, are craft cannabis farmers. Who specialize in small batch sustainable plant medicine, a true holistic type of small business? They farm it and grow it all themselves and do everything by hand. And their website to visit is rogueshop.com, promo code blue and gold. That is the words blue and gold get you 10% off your order. So make sure you head to the site and check it out. Products that give you euphoria for sure, but so much more than that. Products that have been known to help with anything from stress and anxiety to chronic pain and insomnia. If you have a question um, about what a product does, you can hop on a chat with the owners of the website and they will steer you in the right direction. I'm telling you, really need to get these um. Uh, these earrings for Tim Hyde to wear on the show. Um, Yeah. Owners are great. Char sent me a box of product, handwritten notes, um, detailing uh, all of the products with instructions. Guys, their goal is holistic healing, making your life better. If you suffer from stress, insomnia, uh, if you need to reduce inflammation, anxiety, mood disorders, topicals that are great for pain in specific areas. When your sleep cycle comes, you want to go to sleep and stay asleep And their products will help you with that. So please do head to rogueshop.com and that is promo code blue and gold, which will get you 10% off um, your order. Promo code blue and gold and that's rogueshop.com. Let's bring you back in, Mr. Hyde. Um, let's talk a little bit of no- Notre Dame Navy matchup um do you have much concern here is there anything that you know thinks that there's an upset on the horizon i mean we definitely didn't think that with notre dame and and marshall and the notre dame and stanford so maybe we should think the upset's coming then the win i don't know what do you
0: think gosh
1: it hasn't yeah i mean noted
0: i mean Coach Freeman, you're done, you're done having hangovers. All right. It's like, you're done. All right.
1: You've had two. I just want to make sure you talk about his hangover skit or you talk about him drinking. Like, no, you're not. You you're, know you're what? About, yeah,
0: no, Let's go no hangover skit. Let's go no hangover from football games, from highly emotional <laughs> ones. The week right, before, obviously BYU. Then you had Stanford and the Buckeyes you have Marshall and, um, yeah. And now you just have the most epic, you know, win in in Notre Dame stadium since upset, you know, Michigan in 2004 when ND was unranked. So yeah, you got to go take care of Navy. The good thing is Navy, you know, I mean, they're going to run the ball obviously a million times. That's what they do, but they don't, they don't have explosive plays. They average under four yards a carry. Mm. So which bodes very well for Notre Dame because their rush defense is also under four yards a carry. They're holding teams this year. In the mid three point uh, range for carries, Notre Dame obviously every. I mean, we, we've said this every year, so I hope I don't jinx it. But it's like they've held everyone under their average point wise. Still, I would exactly. I would expect that. Um, you know, going into this Navy game, and just man, you gotta you gotta think these Notre Dame players are like guys. You know, we're done goofing off. Let's finish business. Let's get to the Coliseum. I mean, who in the world would ever thought this team has a legitimate shot at, go, at winning nine games in the regular season with the start they had? Stanford, the sloppiness against with UNLV, Drew Pine just struggling, you know, uh, to get fifty percent passing, and it's just like, man, I mean, this team's going to go six and six, seven and five. Let's just get just get it over with, Mike, and just get start talking signing day and spring football. And lo and behold, back to back big upsets. You know, over Syracuse, who was ranked 16, and obviously Clemson. So there's a lot to play for for this team, for this senior class, for these guys to really, really tr- flip this switch in in a heartbeat for Coach Freeman and this coaching staff. It it'd be unbelievable.
1: Uh, my thoughts on this game: I think Notre Dame is. What's the point? You know the the spread. Yeah, what is it's the point?
0: Is it seven? I thought I saw 17, 18, which I thought was
1: extremely low. I know it I think it opened at no 17. Way. Oh my gosh. What is it? It opened at 17 and a half. Yeah, I thought it
0: was 17 when it opened. I thought that was really low.
1: Oh, they're gonna cry. The spread's dropped to 15 and a half. I think Notre Dame is gonna shellack them. I, I really do. This is this this is the thing. Marcus Freeman coached against Navy last year. Right, yes. they've yes. and they've already started preparing for him. Freeman said in his yes. press conference on Monday that they did a little bit in fall camp and during the bye week, so they've already started yep. prepping a little bit. There's talk about oh Al Golden spending the NFL. He hasn't seen it. Al Golden. Let me look up how old Al Golden is. I'm pretty sure he's. Well, he's oh God, God, he's only fifty three. Like yeah. Well, he was
0: a young. He was a, yeah. He was a Marcus Freeman type uh, when he's he was at Temple and interviewed for notre dame in 2010
1: so he played his college ball at penn state right in the yes. late 80s early 90s yes. what were teams running lots of tri- i mean the guys that's played true. triple option he was a miami head coach so he that's when paul johnson was head coach of georgia yeah. tech, So he's coached many yes. games against georgia tech they're both in that same division the coastal and the acc and then um
0: when he was a head coach at temple i went and did temple a bunch of re- re- research maybe Navy a couple times, Army a couple times. He actually there was a period I was I, where I found because I was like, oh, Paul Johnson, he had his program going to Georgia Tech. You know, the I think the first three years, uh, you know, where Golden was building up Miami, they were horrible. They upset twice ranked Georgia Tech teams. So, and Golden, you know, I know he hasn't coached it in a while and whatnot, but he had a period of six straight six straight victories over triple option football teams. You know he lost a couple times early at Temple because they were one in ten, and he was building. And then uh, he lost, I think, his last game over um, when he was at Miami. But he had a big period there where he was beating the triple option. Whether it was Army, Navy, and George and Georgia Tech had a, you know some great years with uh, Paul Johnson, who obviously left Navy. So Al Golden has seen a ton of it. Marcus Freeman uh, dominated Navy one year at Cincinnati. Blue, you know, same thing with Army, and then obviously last year. year. So he has seen it three straight years and three straight wins for Marcus Freeman as a D coordinator against it. So these guys are gonna wrap their heads around and and they're gonna have a heck of a game plan. I I would highly anticipate.
1: All right, here's another item on this, Tim. Notre Dame's front seven is very experienced, right? Yes, they've all played against the triple option. So I, I I just I don't think that. There's gonna be any surprises here. I think it's gonna be a very business like approach for Notre Dame. I think they're gonna be able to crowd the box. Notre Dame secondary looks pretty good, right? Yeah. I I think it's if last year is what thirty four six. I think it's gonna be very mm-hmm. similar this season. I, I think it's just gonna be a nice comfortable win, like twenty seven to seven, something like that. Another freaking block punt. Um, <laughs> if to- they block
0: another block punt, man, it's like yeah, you can't me. So, be-
1: so, so David says, "All all Navy does is need to grind out an eight minute drive." Good, yeah. Good luck, good luck, Navy. I I, I just think Notre Dame is just such better players who are experienced yeah. against this. I, I I just think that Notre Dame going to, yeah. They're in. Well. I think their interior the playing so
0: good. Adam Yola, a D tackle, cross. Chris Smith has been playing so darn good. One of the, the stars last year because you know they ran the four four last year and they had you know Botello playing out there. Kaiser was a stud last year against uh, Navy. Yeah, you're right. I mean, the whole front has seen the option. You know, Mar- uh, Maris obviously didn't play against it because he was injured. But J.D. Bertrano, obviously, all these guys have played. All the safeties are all fifth-year guys. So they've all played it. Cam Hart returning. They'll be fine. And then they got the best corner. Morrison is like, don't worry about anything. Just cover. don't give up the trick play and go cover. I think Notre Dame's going to be plenty good in this game. Come home for senior day, and then it's a Super Bowl in uh, the Coliseum against Caleb Williams and those guys. Yeah,
1: it's like Navy's really lighting it up. Well, can't say no, the Stanford was either, and Marshall hasn't been, but still, it's just like, come on. No, I mean, come on. Notre Dame's gonna have no problem this game. I, I mean, if I were betting, man, I'd, I'd put the money on Notre Dame, but which probably is a good sign to bet the opposite. <laughs> All right, Tim, so is it is it this week is the big one, Tim? Now it's this oh, week. Just, hey, just win. Just
0: win, right? Just win, win by, by one. one. Good oh, if they win there. by one this week, it'll be like, oh, I uh the the nervous game against who was at Army in the Meadowlands and uh what was that 95? 95, 95, where uh Lou Holtz and them navy's going for the win and uh right, I hey, think on the
1: inch yard line fall, fall of ninety five. How old was Mike Singer?
0: Uh, a couple drop, of years, drop, but
1: 10, 12 Drop, drop your comments. Follow. The oh, night there's night. been
0: some crazy games. Alan Rossum tackling Navy on the inch yard line as well. This guy's running down the field for like an 80 yard touchdown, and they tackle him to win the game. Oh uh, yeah, you you just never know in a game like this. But Navy's down. Notre Dame's on a high. Notre Dame's got some explosive dudes. They get yeah. They need to go out there and just not mess around with the, in this game at all, which they have the last few years against Navy. They've got. I mean, Notre Dame's gone out there and just chucked it up, thrown it deep, and hey, our athletes are better than yours. Gotten up early, and that's the key in this game.
1: Get so up it, early. This is the this is the week, though, right? This is the big one, Sam.
0: No, the biggie's Los Angeles. Uh, Did you say it,
1: seventy-five or ninety-five? It was 90 game. Game. ninety-five. Yeah, ninety-five. Okay.
0: Yeah, ninety-five Army game, which was a nail biter.
1: YouTube comment had fun. me confused. All right, so. How do you kind of see the rest of the season playing out, Tim? Do you want to give a, a we, earlier in the season with that yeah. uh, you know weekly, uh, oh. weekly uh, updated s- score or uh, record projection, which I think mine was what ten and two.
0: Oh,
1: man. I, predictions.
0: There's no predicting this year. Every time we've done this, we we throw it out the window the next day. Do you,
1: well, do been- you think they can run the table? And I mean. Oh, Will Notre Dame go ten and three? I don't. I don't know. I I can't tell you who they're even playing the bowl game. But what do you? I don't hey, know. What kind of chances do you think? Because they're definitely in good form right now.
0: Yes, and I think you know when we say the three losses again. I I mean I think we need to just get rid of the first two, which obviously you can't as you're moving forward. But I'm just talking with Pine. With Pine, just get rid of those first two. Can Can Drew Pine go nine and one as a starting quarterback? I mean that might be the question going into SC, which is just.
1: Tim, Which is Tim, amazing I mean, to I think want to about. Stop. When when did Ben Morrison start? When was his like first start at Notre Dame?
0: Oh, so you we're know? gonna go the Morrison era. Well, <laughs> no, I just I'm just his asking first a question. start. Was he? Scroll up. Oh, was he game three? Right. Game four? Let's get the correct on this. Yeah, was it early? All of a sudden, he just started. He got out there pretty early. Just I don't know if it was Cal. me. Let's say it was. So we have the, so, so is Morrison going to go nine and one as the starting corner? That's the better. But why
1: question. is it? It's, it's always the quarterback though. That's, that's the always thing that's the, the like. quarterback
0: because well, the quarterback's got to throw the darn football.
1: So, you know, there's, there's gotta so be times even in last.
0: No, I was going to say, even in last week's game, where it was an O-line defense special teams, you know, formula to win Drew Pine still had a couple scrambles. He had the zone read keeper. He had a one, he had, Two scrambles of 10 yards in that game for first downs. Um, obviously the zone rekeeper, the beautiful pass to Mayer, great bootleg pass to uh, uh uh Jaden Thomas on one. So Pine still did do some things. It's not yeah. like he was two for 15 and he handed off.
1: I know, so, but it's like when we talk about Notre Dame winning quarterback. These games, but when we talk about Notre Dame winning these games, it is so much about the running game, the defense, and the special sure. teams, and we're talking about someone who People come in our YouTube chat and are like, "Hey, Mike, what do you got to say about Drew Pine now after he has a stinker?" And like, that's that's coming from you know this, that, that guy. I'm just like, it's, it's, why is it? It's 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 not Drew Pine could go nine to one. It's it's the Notre Dame it's football. Team. I, really, it's it's the team. Maybe yes. in the NFL, it's like Brady versus Rodgers matchup. Sure. Like this is their record head to head. And college football, especially this Notre Dame team, I don't, I don't know because if Tyler Buckner were the quarterback. They might have the same exact record, probably. Maybe one more win, even. So, so I don't know. Mike Singer could hand the ball off. Well, like, I don't know.
0: Yeah, but you still. But there's, you know, there's always, there's always key moments in games, and, and Pine did make some key moments in the game last week. So don't, don't get me wrong, I love the man, love the man, I don't,
1: love Drew Pine. So no, I'm just, but say, but I just Pine like quarterback, the, Pine's that, record as a starter. You know, let, let's give Ben Morris and his record too. <laughs> hey, yeah, exactly,
0: exactly. Josh Lug got or not Lug Patterson came back in time. So uh exactly.
1: Yeah, what's so. Patterson's record, as, yeah.
0: Hey, Chris, so I Penn don't Moore think Chris Smith is. lost a game as the starting nose this year. So how's that? So
1: there, Chris, all right. So what what what's Chris Smith's <laughs> record as a starter?
0: He may be three and oh, four and zero oh as a starting yeah. nose, you know. Yeah. So you never know. Tim
1: girl. big supporter of the blue and gold. Um YouTube channel dropped 10 bucks. Appreciate you, my friend says Notre Dame could beat Southern Cal correction. Notre Dame will beat Southern Cal. Appreciate that. He says D line, secondary O line, special teams, 10 and three of the bowl win. Go Irish from your lips, Tim to the heavenly father's ears. This is, I mean, that's, we're good. I'm good with that. You good with uh, that Tim?
0: My only thing is Notre Dame is better everywhere except for one position. And that one position, Mike, Caleb Williams is a free been that good this year. Oh my God. Yeah. I've, I've been watching them more and more lately. Just, I mean, no, I mean, Notre Dame may run for 400 yards. They're, they're front. They do some weird stuff on D they're not, they have one really good DN number 49 for SE a stud. Um, but they're not that physical. They're light in the pants at linebacker all over Notre Dame should just be able to, I mean, it, it may look like some of the old Holtz teams where they just would March 80 yards, smashing the football, which they can do. But, man, they got – I mean, Caleb Williams is – if they beat UCLA, he's going to be a Heisman Trophy finalist. He's got to be. He is that darn good. He's, been, he, he's, he's lights out. He's a one-man machine. He really is. The way he moves – I mean, he's he's Patrick Mahomes already at this level. He's that, he's that good, and I'm not going crazy. He is special to watch. He's scary because he's just going to scramble and just find some dude sitting there for on third and eight for a 12-yard hitch route just waiting. Um, he extends drives. I truly believe, I mean, I think Notre Dame's a better football team having watched SC a handful of times this year, but um, they got one dude, and he is just gonna be he's gonna be <laughs> a headache to watch. He's gonna scramble you know, DJ scrambled for a couple first downs last week. Caleb Williams is ten times as fast, and he's gonna do that about four or five times in the game. So Notre Dame can't sit back and play dime. Cover two man or Caleb Williams is gonna run like crazy. But let's get to that game in a couple of weeks. But I think we said that about Clemson, too, about a seven and one Notre Dame team as well. So that didn't happen.
1: Drunk Vigo said Al Golden shut down Patrick
0: Mahomes. So there you go. Look at that. He went deep, deep, deep in the archives to pull that out.
1: Tim, I oh, think no, no, that's
0: when he was at the Bengals. I was thinking, God, did he play Texas Tech? He's he's doing some research. I don't
1: think so. <laughs> no. No, he would
0: have. That was yeah. in the playoffs last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the playoffs yeah. game. But he I was, got
1: you. He wasn't even the DC. He was just the linebackers' coach. Linebacker coach, but. yeah. Anyways, Let's Tim? Get the SC. Let's get the SC. Get, get, you can't look ahead, Navy and Boston College, though. Boston College. Navy is still and bad. then the Dracovic Bowl.
0: Oh, but it's Phil. I don't even think Phil's play. He didn't play last week. He's beat up. Uh, I'm telling oh, is you. Oh, he hurt? He's. Yeah, these next two games are going to be like the last five last season that Notre Dame got with Georgia Tech and Virginia, who's beat up some of those games they had at the end of the year. So these next two games are – they better be scrimmages, go out, smash these guys, take care of business. You know, Coach Freeman's got to – you know, hopefully he gives as good a speech as he did against Clemson and gets these guys riled up and hyped and uh, get ready for the Coliseum. The yeah. chance of nine games, who in the world – who would have thought that? Not us. No. Is that that meme? Is that the guys that do the hot sauce things? Who would have thought? Not us. You know, you don't know Paul Rudd talking. or something. Who is that? I don't know what you're
1: talking about. Sorry. The hot
0: sauce. Who Who's out there when they always see the guys cracking the, the, the cold ones and they're doing the hot sauce? Hey, who would have thought? Not us. Not us. You got to find that meme, Mike. That's an iconic one. Who's in there? So Someone's got to know what the heck I'm talking about.
1: Somebody might
0: they're doing uh, the hot sauce and they're right, some beer. Tim, is, really I think, is, it's, I think it's past
1: your bedtime, Tim. I think we gotta Paul Rudd, right, see? There you go. Sean Evans. All right. All right, Jay Carr. You didn't have to you didn't have to back <laughs> him you. up. Thank you. All right, Tim. All right. All right, I Tim it, Carfino, it. It. All right. Well, Tim, I think that's gonna do it for us. Sounds good. This was a great show this week. Um let's see. Tonight's Wednesday. So we'll have uh recruiting show 1 p.m. Eastern time, Thursday. With Myself and Trey Annity have a market press conference highlights. We'll have Tyler Horka's reaction to Freeman's presser Friday, final thoughts, observations, and predictions with yours truly. Uh, Saturday, post game show again with yours truly. Sunday, Goolsby show. So, just the lineup, our blue and gold YouTube channel is outstanding. And you can head to blueandgold.com and sign up for access and get ten dollars through the start of next football season. All the recruiting info, team info. Chat with thousands of other Notre Dame fans on our Loose Emoji message boards. It's definitely the place to be. Appreciate our sponsors for this show, Rogue Shop and Brennan's View Condos, presented by Irish Realty. I'm Mike Singer. He's Tim Hyde. We're signing off. We'll catch you guys next time.